As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G, and today I am joined by Big T, the host of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you inviting me on, man. Oh, absolutely. No problem. Why don't you go ahead and take a minute and tell everyone what your show is about? I Can't Make This Up is a podcast that I had in development for a while now, and I started back in June. The pandemic created opportunities for a lot of people to get out there and start their new venture. And I decided to open this open dialogue platform to interview my guests and, you know, talk about real issues and also what they got going on in life. All right. That sounds good. So for today, we're going to be going back to 1987. I think this is going to be our first sequel we're doing. We're talking about Beverly Hills Cop 2. Axel Foley is back. Who is he? I'd say he's a cop. <laughs> this is a Detroit badge. What the hell are you doing in Beverly Hills? I'm going deep, 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 deep undercover. Back where he doesn't belong. Excuse me, we're the owners of this house. They're in Hawaii for a week while the construction's happening. I'm Axel Foley, Beverly Hills building inspector. You've stolen this house. How do you steal a house? It's my uncle's house. <laughs> Reunited with all his old buddies. What the hell's going on here? Who the hell are you? I'm Johnny Wishbone, psychic extraordinaire. If you need me, just think Johnny Wishbone and I come running. Lots and biddles. It's like kibbles and bits, but different. Oh, this is a big mistake, a big mistake. Would you lighten up and take some risks? This is definitely breaking the law. So how long would it take to shave those legs anyway? I suppose you're trying to be charming. Actually, I'm just offering my grooming services. Get out of here, you degenerate! I want you out of here! Is this a black thing? Hey! Say your love, you're gonna break it! I need authorization. Authorized! Are we having a problem here? You have to! Act the Foley! And this is Max. And Max kills cops for a living! Beverly Hills Cop 2, The Heat's back on. So, Big T, when did you first see this film? I first saw this movie in 1992. So, at that age, for me, 
I just realized that movies was something that came on TV and, and had these, you know, people who I assumed were real at the time. And they either, you know, gave me a it's filled up excitement, joy, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, this movie is awesome. Who is this guy, Axel Foley? He's my new role model. Like, you know, when it came from the jacket to the jeans to the to the witty humor, I was just like, man, this is dope. And ever since then, I've just been like the biggest Eddie Murphy fan. So let's say, what what made you go with part two as being your favorite? Why is that one your favorite? Because a lot of people gravitate towards the first one. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in the sequel territory. But why is part two your favorite? Part two was my favorite because it was the first movie I ever rented from Blockbuster. As in, I got to make a choice. And I didn't know what it was. I just thought the name was cool. So that was actually the first out of the trilogy that I actually saw. And it was one of those things that I could watch over and over. Anytime I heard like any part of the, the scenes in the background of my house, I would go stop and watch it. And it's still true to this day. All right. That's pretty awesome. So for anyone who hasn't seen Beverly Hills Cop, why don't you give just a brief rundown of what the movie's about? Beverly Hills Cop is about a street tough kid who grew up uh, in Detroit who, you know, wasn't exactly uh, put in the best situation and decided to take that impoverished lifestyle and do something good for his community. Um, He ended up becoming a cop and taking those skills that he learned by living on the streets and, you know, decided to uh, improve the community at the same time. He was, you know, messing with people in his own witty way. But uh, at the end of the day, he was still, you know, serving the people of, you know, Detroit. And in the course of that, it ended up leading him into Beverly Hills. And I don't, I don't want to say it's going to be a spoiler alert. This movie's is, uh, you know, 30 years old. But uh, I think it's a good watch. I think that it's something that needs to be revamped, in my opinion brought it up it is that one that one in particular is going on i guess it'd be 34 years because it was 1987 the first mm-hmm. one was 84 so it's over you know it's like 30 it's gonna be 37 years yeah let's go into that so you like you like the first which one do you like obviously part two is the best i'm sure you like part one but what i really want to know what are your thoughts on part three because a lot of people put a lot of baggage in part three you like part three part three had funny parts wasn't a good move. And that's that's my honest opinion. Now, don't get me wrong. There are scenes in there that will always be stuck with me. But if I heard it in the background, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing to watch it. It's like, I got nothing to do. It's on. I'll use it to kill time. But I, I didn't go to the movies to go see it to answer that question. I'm going to be the unpopular opinion. I know I'm going to get hate for this because I know part three gets dragged on. But that was mm-hmm. the first one I saw of the trilogy. And I don't know if it's the theme park setting because that Wonder World gets stuck in your head. You get Serge with his like gun boutique set up in the middle of some convention hall. I know it's crazy. I know it doesn't really even feel like the first two movies, really. You look at Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, and they're, they're, yes, you got Eddie Murphy and his comedy, but they're still tough crime movies, really. And part three gets a little sillier. And you bring in John Landis to direct, and he's known—he's done some horror, but he's also known for comedy, like the Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. So, but for me, I actually enjoy Part Three, but I know I'm in the minority on that. So, <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's 
it's a it's a tolerable movie for like hardcore movie fans, but popular opinion, people who don't look at those things from different perspectives, they want to sit there and say, Oh, this movie is trash. But you gotta take it for what it is and look at what went into the movie. Me personally, there are scenes in there that are, that had me dying laughing and people just didn't get it. Like when he was running away from the guards at the end of the movie and the guy's laying there dead and he props him up and he's like, where did he go? And he's like, he went up those stairs, yep. you know, yep. like that, that stuck with me. Yeah, that is, that is good. That is good. So, okay. So it's been long rumored. They're going to do a part four. So if this finally gets done, what do you hope to see in part four? I see Axel Foley as uh, a cop who needs to be in a lieutenant's position now. You know, uh, when you take chances from long gaps of production, you know, you kind of have a, a you create an opportunity where you could tarnish the name. If done correctly, it could be, you know, a hit. You know, Eddie Murphy has a lot of, you know, successes and a lot of failures, but I'm hoping for the best. Me personally. And I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. I would like to see a Axel Foley series. A series, okay. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna get into the remake territory, and and we'll cross it over with the series. So if you want a series, do you want Eddie Murphy in the series? Is that who you want? What I'm thinking is, and a series that would involve the development of Axel growing up in Detroit, and what led into him becoming a cop. I think with the success of a good series, a good, decent story, you know, maybe uh, like a 10 episode series that could be put on like Netflix or something. You can create a new Beverly Hills Cop franchise with a younger person, you know. Okay, I like that. So do you have anyone in mind you want to play Axel Foley? Because you've got to have that right amount. He's got to have the comedic timing, first of all, because... Oh, I don't know if you know this. I was looking this up. The original. Do you know who was originally supposed to play Axel Foley? No. Stallone, Rocky, Rambo. Can you imagine? I don't think this movie has three movies if Stallone gets that role. I think I don't think it does what it. He's he's too stiff of an actor to pull off the comedic side of what Eddie Murphy brought to the film. I believe. Oh, I think they have to play the whole thing straight laced and it never has the comedy. And I think it fails after one movie. That's my opinion. If it is the long. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. And now I'm glad <laughs> not, nothing against so Sly, but I'm glad he didn't get that role because at, it would have tarnished my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. It would have. Yeah. I'm glad Sly didn't get that. I like Sly. I mean, I love Rocky and I love Rambo, but Axel Foley is not a character for him at all. <laughs> it's a completely different character. I agree. So back to your series. Do you have anyone in mind that could play Axel Foley? Jay Farrow. Okay. So I know he's got the, the comedy. You think he's... I've, I've only seen little bits of him on like SNL and stuff. I haven't mm-hmm. seen a whole lot of his stuff. So does he um, have the seriousness to pull it off as well? I think that he has the comical chops. I don't know as much as his theoretical, you know, like acting skills, you know, because I've seen him in a lot of productions. He does great, you know, and, you know, like uh, social media and stuff like that. But as far as the look, if you were going to kind of be consistent, he has the look. But other than that, maybe, maybe, what was it, Christopher Red? He's on SNL too. Um, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to think about that a little bit more. 
But off the top of my head, I would go with Jay Farrell. Okay. Yeah, I think look-wise, I agree with you. I yeah. think he could pull off look-wise as a young Axel Foley. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. So, all right, people aren't sold. What's your final pitch on why they should watch Beverly Hills Cop 2? Beverly Hills Cop 2? If you're a fan of a well-put-together movie, you should watch it. If you like instant gratification in all avenues of movies, this is what you want to get. You want to get laughter. You want to get suspense. You want to get action. You want to get uh, satirical humor. And it's a, it's an all in all. Clap it up at the end of the movie. Like I want to see more. I want to see what's next because this was great in my perspective. So give it a shot. All right. So let me ask one more thing, and I'll be. If people have not seen Beverly Hills Cop, do you think they can just jump into part two and enjoy it? Yes, because I did. Fair yeah. enough. There you go. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, I was a child when I first saw it, but there's all types of people who, you know, get in at the end of a, you know, a string of movies, like, let's just say a Marvel series, you know, and they can sit there and enjoy it and then think to themselves, okay, I didn't want to ruin the experience for anybody else by asking them much questions. Let me go back and watch, you know, because when you introduce, certain people to certain genres all of a sudden that person or the actor that they favored in that film or that production they have a new fan and now they're spreading the word and now they're getting introduced to a new generation in my perspective all right i I, I like it i agree with you i think i watched uh, both of these recently and i actually had on part three earlier today just to have in the background because that's the one i watched the most as a kid so i didn't really need a refresher course but uh all right, I think that's going to wrap it up. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you online, man? Well, on all social media platforms, you can find me at I Can't with a K, make this a podcast. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also YouTube. Uh, you can also find my podcast everywhere podcasts are available. Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, you name it, I'm on it. All right. And as always, you can follow the show at, at YNF Movie Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We're available wherever you get your podcast. And I'll be back next week with a different guest and a different movie. And who knows, that may become your next favorite movie.